This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You are listening to Waiting on Reparations production of iHeartRadio. Yo, yo, hey, yo. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Dope Knife. It's Little Franca. And we are waiting on reparations. Hurry up, yo. We are the show bridging the gap between hip-hop and politics. You know how we do this. It's been a long time. Should've I should have left, left you, left you without a... Dope grime <laughs> stuff to <laughs> chat. How, how you, you doing, man? No, you... I've been good. I've been good. I mean, we haven't seen each other since that show that we did here. We in did Savannah. have an excellent show down in Savannah a uh, couple but weeks ago. That I was, was seeing the highlights point. of your tour. I've been well since then. I've been well rested because I just got off the tour when you were getting ready to and go I was to your show. show. Yeah. So I'm rested. I'm actually, you know, you know how it goes when you're on the road and then you're like, man, I can't wait to get home. And then you're back home. And you're like, man, I'm tired of looking at all this. I want to go back out. The road. I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> My life is a uh, shambles. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah, tour. So, what about you, Miss Miss PhD? Yes, I uh, defended my dissertation a week ago. It feels like it was months ago because probably I just blacked out the entire experience because it's terrifying. But yeah, so I am uh, a doctor now, so that's crazy. But uh, yeah, and then they've been touring Birmingham, DC, Asheville, Savannah, obviously. Um, And I just had a West Coast tour announced uh, like yesterday. Oh, that's what's up. Who you know what? I'm going out with you? a band called Holy F Word. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, no, they're really dope. But uh, yeah, we're going from like Vancouver down to San Diego. Oh, next, that's starting awesome. next how many, week. How many dates? Ten. Ne- you said next week? Yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. You just get added on that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm oh, excited. Word. Though, yeah. That's what's up. Well, it is election day today in Georgia, all across the state, and we are having some decent voter turnout from what I hear. We are, yeah, and so there's been a lot of conversations like, oh, voter suppression wasn't that bad, but it's like, one, people are livid that uh, their votes are trying to be taken away from them, and so they're coming out in greater numbers. Um, One uh, survey showed that Georgians believe their vote matters like to a degree that is higher than anywhere else in the country. Like Georgians really Ooh. believe, yeah, like folks in the state really believe their vote matters, like more well, so. I mean, than, given the, given I the mean, drama, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we got people who were like really motivated to vote because they really feel like it counts and it matters more so than anywhere else in the country. And then we've had tons of organizers, people like the New Georgia Project and Fair Fight and. Black Voters Matter, et cetera, registering tons of voters. I mean, like, we got, obviously, everyone's familiar with Stacey Abrams running for governor. We have the opportunity to expand Medicaid under her governorship. Um, there's, like, tons of, tons and tons of uninsured Georgians. We have, like, one of the lowest insured rates in the country. And then one of the highest maternal mortality rates, too. And so, like, 
Um, that alone, I mean, that alone could be world-altering for so many people. But yeah, a lot of folks getting out to vote today, feeling excited, feeling empowered. Cool. So on the topic of Medicaid and health insurance and our health generally, in this episode, we've teamed up with 23andMe for a conversation. For a conversation about DNA testing. Now, you hear 23andMe, hear us say DNA testing, you're thinking, but guys, we already heard you do that episode about ancestry and things like that. That's not really what we're talking about today. You see, it's it doesn't it's not necessarily limited to your ancestry. Like DNA testing can be used to gain insight on one's own health, certain things that you may be at risk for, and it can equip you with the information that you need, and it can equip you with the information that you need to make the necessary changes and live your best life, you know? So it can alert you to your risk of type 2 diabetes, macular degeneration, try to you know, keep your eye health good, celiac disease, um, if you might be at higher risk for chronic kidney disease, um, late onset Alzheimer's, um, which definitely is something I'm thinking about having you know, multiple incidences of it in my family. But then you, you can see if you're at higher risk of Parkinson's, atrial defibrillation, which is you know, kind of like a regular heartbeat. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. Eczema, like there's all sorts of things that you can discover. And to kick it off, we're going to start by recapping the story of legendary hip-hop producer Jay Dilla. We're visiting some of Jay Dilla's story um, with his own health, um, as well as preventative health care, broadly, and the power of knowing about the DNA. Yeah, now we've definitely mentioned Jay Dilla on the show before. Um, just to recap you, so Jay Dilla was diagnosed with an incurable blood disease around 2002. Yep. In 2005, he underwent intensive treatment. I do believe he was misdiagnosed a couple times. And uh, 29 out of 31 tracks from Dilla's uh, last album, Donuts, were actually recorded in his hospital bed. He's using the Boss SP-303 sampler and a small 45 record player yeah. that his friends bought him. And uh, it was released on his 32nd birthday. And I mean, you can't just, you can't overstate the importance of that Jay Dilla album, Donut. No, zero. Can't. You remember the first time you heard that? I, yeah, it was mind blown. It was around the same time I was like a pretty young person. It was around the same time I discovered like MF Doom Word. and cats like that that really expanded my idea of what hip hop can be. And, you know, sonically, um, and also resonated with a lot of how I initially got into hip hop, like through like Adult Swim cartoons at night. They play like a lot of lo-fi sort of um, like a lot of samples drawing from an earlier era, very nostalgic sounding. And so, it was revolutionary with it. And so, yeah, when I, when I heard Donuts first time, I was like, oh my God, like hip hop is, can, can be so much. I mean, he influenced. He influenced countless people. Like um, he pretty much like influenced hip hop producers, jazz musicians. He's partially responsible for like neo soul as a genre. And as far as the people that he's worked with, I mean, you're talking Tribe Called Quest, Q-Tip, Common, everybody, Erica Badu, um, Questlove from the Roots, like everybody. So Jay Dilla is like a prolific, prolific producer. But we lost him early on. Thirty-two years old. So Dilla was uninsured at the time, and he didn't seek care until he was sick. And there's disproportionate rates of heart disease, cancer, diabetes in the black community that could be mitigated if folks knew that they were at risk and they felt, you know, in charge of their own health. 
Yep. I mean, I, I mean, so many people, even if you have insurance, you know, just don't go to a doctor until they're sick. And especially in the hip hop community and the black community, it's, it's definitely like an issue. I mean, there's like a laundry list of preventative cares that you can take, right? Like you can eat, you can change your diet, you can change your lifestyle and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, if the more information that you have about you know, your health, the more equipped you are when you do when misfortune does arrive and you do have to go into the healthcare system or you know even in fortunate times to think about like i had multiple hospitalizations last year while i was pregnant and um you know that's a very exciting thing a little scary but you know going through something that you're really stoked about but even you know when you're in the hospital my experience i feel like it's also the same for a lot of people um, it feels like choices are just made for you. Like you go in and they're like, we got to run these tests and we're going to do this treatment and this and that, this is the plan. Um, and so I think it's important for people to feel empowered to say like, hey, I want information about this. I know I'm at risk for X, Y, Z. Let's talk about that. So they can really take control of those conversations where, you know, the, the power dynamic feels very imbalanced where like you're talking to these medical experts who are like, you know, they got the game plan versus you that it's just like you're just there because you care about your health and you want to be well um but coming into that conversation like yo i know what i'm gonna ask about i know what my concerns are i'm gonna speak up for myself is an important part of really taking advantage of like preventative health care and getting the health outcomes that you want you want to see so having yeah definitely yeah sorry no i was just gonna add like i i also have like a personal experience with that my father is similar to jay dillon's situation where he got diagnosed with a uh, kidney condition and we found it out too late and he didn't really act on it until he was sick. And I remember the ins and outs of the hospital and the testing and trying to figure out what was wrong with them. You know, by the time we even, you know, they could pinpoint what the actual issue was, it was almost too late. Yeah, but I mean, thankfully there are opportunities to with certain conditions have insight into how your DNA can affect your likelihood for developing those conditions. And then you can, you know, be more empowered to make healthier choices that can improve in your, the, improve your quality of life. Um, I think learning those lessons from our experiences, your experience with your dad, my experience in the hospital a bunch of times last year, definitely attest um, how important it is to take that proactive step. And like, if you can learn a little something about yourself, something about your, um, likelihood for different um conditions you can like you know make more informed and empowered choices so sure i mean like i had another personal experience as well you know my father lost my grandmother his mother to alzheimer's he was his, her he was her primary caregiver at that time and is currently the primary caregiver primary caregiver for his partner my stepmom who also has alzheimer's and I've seen up close the way this impacts a family, having dealt with like really strong emotions, observing, you know, my stepmother's mental state evolve in the years since her diagnosis. But luckily my parents are runners and being physically active is really central to their lives, which has been found to help prevent and slow cog cognition impacts. So knowing that early, knowing that you have an increased likelihood of developing something like Alzheimer's, you can start off early on you know, running, being physically active and making those lifestyle changes that can actually, you know, completely change the course of your life, you know, if you, if you just have that info early on, so. Yeah. Same thing with knowing if you're at risk of breast cancer, 
getting regular checkups and screenings, and, you know, again, adjusting your diets to know that you're at risk of heart disease. Now, it is, you know, important that we remind you, like, DNA testing isn't it in itself, like, recommending a treatment. Yeah, so on the topic of breast cancer, the 23andMe BRCA1 and BRCA2 genetic health risk report is intended for use with adults to report three genetic variants in the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes associated with a higher risk of developing breast, ovarian, and prostate cancer. The report doesn't include variants and other genes linked to hereditary cancer, so it's not intended to diagnose any disease or tell you about your overall risk of developing a disease. It's not intended to determine any treatments. And of course, you know, your results should be confirmed in a clinical setting before taking any medical op, you know, me any medical action. So it's not a substitute for visits to healthcare professionals, for recommended screenings or appropriate follow-up. Um, it can just kind of prompt you to consider um, lifestyle changes, what you want to talk about with your doctor. But ultimately, you know, it's important to go see a doctor and talk to them about you know, various things you're concerned about. Now, speaking of these 23 and, and me reports and DNA testing in general as a topic, like, what are your general thoughts about that? I mean, like, thinking back to pregnancy once again, if I had known that I was at increased risk for gest gestational diabetes while pregnant, um, that would at least have unsettled, or at least would have settled some of the uncertainty of, like, simply not knowing. When I went in to get my, you know, blood tests and... Uh, I was like really nervous, like um, that uncertainty was almost as bad as a lot of the other health stuff I was going yeah. through. But, it, but again, I'm sorry, I don't know if you caught that yelling in the background. But again, like having that knowledge and feeling empowered, like, okay, like I could kind of imagine some different potentialities here and be able to have frank conversations with my doctors around that. That would have felt great, but you know, I got through it, so... I hope other people don't have to deal with that same thing, but... <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Let's be frank about it. You know, we're, we're both sitting here and we haven't taken the test ourselves for uh, this episode's sake. Um, it was something that we both needed more data and more information on. And, you know, everyone has their reasons of being skittish or jittery with giving, you know, just being frank with you, handing over your DNA to uh, a, a big company or something like that. So that's generally is my hesitation in doing it is the fear of that and then the fear of my privacy and the fear of you know like we talk about finding out our data and it's just like wanting to make sure that your data is in the right hands you know that it actually is yeah. your data that, that's like a personal fear that I've had that was an obstacle 
in doing this because you know like when we when we were approached for this we were asked if we wanted to take the test i i I didn't take it for that reason and i gotta say that through the course of of everything that we've read and everything that we've been looking at i actually feel more comfortable with it now and i actually do think i'm gonna go get the uh, report done after this for all of the reasons that we've talked about i'm not a spring chicken of an MC, you know, like the whole thing with being like a rapper and MC and being in, in hip hop, there's this sense of invulnerability, you know, and because it's such a youthful thing, you can kind of get swept up in thinking that you're going to be young forever and that, you know, you're going to be fine and nothing's going to hurt you and not, not taking your health seriously. And again, you know, it, it's not something that you should just think about when you're getting older, but like we've been saying, this is all about preventative measure and preventative care so the sooner that you start looking into things like that even even if it, you don't go the route of finding out your dna but if you take a proactive step in your health and maintaining it and making sure that you're in the you know the best condition that you possibly can be in that's always important yeah you know like people tell you all the time oh you need to eat right oh you need to exercise oh you need to keep your blood pressure down and limit your sugar but when you have like a concrete reason like oh i'm at i know i'm at an increased risk for this like that can really get you going like okay i really do need to hit the gym i i do need to be i don't know drinking more water or whatever it is because it's not just this abstract you know just people bombarding you with advice you didn't ask for it's like really tied to your personal life. And so, I mean, I think that's a big benefit. And I totally understand why, particularly within, you know, the circles where we move, there's a lot of just medical hesitancy generally, yeah. um, you know, just given uh, the legacy of things like just, there's been, there's, I don't even want to get into <laughs> it because like there's mad crazy things that have happened in our history in our past that make people like, I don't know about doctors though. But, you know, putting that, information directly into your hands um so you can decide what to do with it it's not necessarily like you know whatever you gotta do with your doctor if you don't like going to see a doctor i get it you should go but if you take that information and at least start making different choices in your personal life with regards to your diet with regards to your exercise like there you go you know that's that's empowerment right there um but that definitely drove a little bit of my you know concern at first like i don't know doctors medicine i was like you know like i was saying about being in the hospital it's just been so nerve-wracking to like and overwhelming to like take control of my health but i kind of get it now you know like no i was was gonna add on to that like for people who haven't been in the like healthcare system and haven't had to deal with it yet it's one of those things where it's like like you don't you don't know till you know till you know you know what i'm saying like once you're in it shoot the the more information that you're armed with the 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 the, the easier it is to get through i'm not saying it's easy at all but it's like the more that you know about your own health it can save you so much time and money and like to be honest with you heartache you know yeah, I mean, being, like, for, like, I think probably, like, 90% of the time being in the hospital is, like, one of the lower points of a person's life, right? Like, nobody wants to be there unless you're like, yeah, I'm having a baby and so excited. But think about the fact that that medical hesitancy, that, you know, people don't want to go to the ER, people don't want to get these, you know, blood tests and things. If you are proactive about lifestyle choices, you can avoid that larger unpleasantness of being in the hospital um, because you, you know, had an, a, a condition that ran unchecked and now it's really, really adversely impacting you. 
Um, so on the flip side, it's like, you know, I didn't really, I was like, mm, I don't know about this because like of like skepticism about doctors and hospitals. But having this information can help you avoid <laughs> deep entanglements yeah. with it. Um, if, you, if you really want to like, all right, I'm going to get my life right. I'm going to do what I need to for myself, for my health, for my family who wants me to live a happy and full life. Right. So that's kind of cool. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has to do what's right for them and everybody has to do what's comfortable for them. This is just one of different avenues that you can look into um, on this particular issue of your health. DNA testing is not the be-all and end-all. And also, you know, you might even be thrown off because we're talking about 23andMe and you're thinking, well, I thought that was ancestry and whatnot. And it's... You know, you can do more with the knowledge of your DNA than just find out who, you know, what your ancestry is. And that's part of what this is all about. It's just a tool. Black people are at higher risk of diabetes, heart disease, sickle cell cancer. I mean, these are all reasons to be proactive about it. And also, and I'm sure Mariah will agree with me on this, we're advocates of mental health. And... In our communities, we have a laundry list of things that we're stressing about and that we're worried about from day to day. And don't think for a second that your health concerns aren't adding on to that. So it's important also to consider, I think, the relationship between our um, physical health and our overall well-being, inclusive of mental health. And so being able to like go in and have that empowered conversation can have, you know, I don't know, like a sense of like self-esteem. I don't want to say building, but you know what I mean? Like you, you feel a little more empowered. You feel a little more confident because you're armed with information. I feel like, you know, I think that's like a universal principle. If you're going into something like, all right, I got this information to draw off of like preparation in self for whatever it is that you have to deal with. Um, I think I've definitely, you know, going back to the example of pregnancy, there's so much, so much uncertainty, so many things you are just not, and it, it's not just like the physical toll of, ah, my knees are aching or whatever. It's all, it's like mentally, it takes a lot out of you. But, you know, it's always, it's always easier to talk about things when you wrap them. At least for me. What, what, what about you, Mariah? You feel, you, you feel like we could, you feel like we could bring this home? I, I suppose I am a rapper, but I guess this is the big test of time. If I can rap about, uh... DNA knowledge, I can rap about anything. So let's get it. Oh. Ooh. here waiting on reparations i'm tired of taking all of these little adventures i'm trying to take a week off visit my cardiologist my dentist get my blood pressure checked get a mental refresher the uncertainty is a pretty quirky thing but love love long and prosper suffering injury am i drinking too much pbr so i could puritan how's my blood sugar should i stop eating burger king never know when the story's going it's the guarantee but never ever need to be scared because see a little bit of knowledge can empower you to prepare to eat your carrots, use some layups, whatever it takes to stay up. It isn't fate, but there's some indicators there from day one. A lot of information hidden right under the radar. Spark a conversation, some contemplation, some lifestyle changes. I don't know. It's up to you. So what you gonna, what you gonna, what you gonna, what you gonna do? Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, let me go. Yo, yo, yo. 
Waiting on reparations, it's obviously fresh A podcast where hip-hop and politics connect I know everybody tough and they beating on their chest But I'm worried about your health, you better go get you a check Get some PSA, Alzheimer's and diabetes be in play But don't be afraid to go and let them check your DNA If you dive deep, you find the factors that you need to change So you can see a doctor or just cut back off the E&J I don't even play, I'm about to go and just be selfish Get me a report and see just if I got a health risk Cause when they be creeping up, they moving on the stealth tip and with the knowledge i can see somebody who can help it but make your own decision with whatever you choose i understand the reservations i was hesitant too but when i looked into the subject then i learned what they do it made me comfortable enough to go and learn me the truth ah shucks we gotta leave this is fun as it could be and that's why we did a team up with 23 and me dope knife and lingua franca oh they call mariah p and she did a dissertation and she got a phd and i didn't do none of that but i am an mc and i'm dotting all my eyes and I'm crossing on my T's, what? Told you they ain't knowing what they facing Take care of yourself, love, waiting on reparations Yeah, 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 dope Yo, 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 this is Dope Knife This is Lingua Franca And you have been listening to Waiting on Reparations Have a great week liked our story, check out what Oscar Ramirez has to say about his journey to health discovery on the Daily Dive with Oscar Ramirez. You can find his episode on the Spit Feed, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.